The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's been a long day. Grab a cold drink and step into the man cave. Your hosts, Ray Austin and J.D. Harris, are getting the discussion together, so it's sure to be an exciting hour of fun and talk. We want to hear from you, too, so get ready to speak your mind. We don't judge here. Now your hosts of The Man Cave, J.D. Harris and Ray Austin. What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to The Man Cave. Hey, come in, say what you want, do what you want. Hey, you can even come out, out the closet like my homeboy J.D. did. JD, what in the world are you talking about, boy, boy? Don't you ever in your life. I can't wait till you come out here. I'm going to pistol whip you. <laughs> and Natasha <laughs> is not having it. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, baby? How you doing, man? What's happening, homeboy? If you you know my daddy going to whoop you when he see you. <laughs> no, he ain't. He ain't because I just sent him some cold pictures. He was like swagalicious at my, my wedding. No, he, I talked to him. He was like, uh, Ray said he was going to send some pictures. I got to, how do I find out? I was like, Dad, go back on. He probably sent it through Facebook or tagged you. But by the way, that cat was on, I looked, it was like 3.30 my time. He was on Facebook liking my comments. I was like, what in the Hades? Are you don't you supposed, supposed to be praying somewhere? <laughs> exactly. P- praying for you for telling that lie. <laughs> hey, dude, I'm stuck in the basement because I'm like literally. Uh, a hostage in the man cave because my, my pops-in-law is here and, you know, they doing the whole Thanksgiving dinner upstairs, man. He he told me I couldn't even go to the kitchen, dog. He he he, he treated my kitchen like a side chick, dog. Wait, 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 wait. You got punked out? First you got punked into being a house servant. Yeah. <laughs> and now, gonna... now you got sent to the basement. Oh, he didn't took me. He didn't basically said don't come upstairs until the collard greens is ready. Oh, is he making chit- chitlin sandwiches? Natasha Dude, likes them. Dog, he got chit. Yo, he's already made the chitlins. He's got some ham and collard greens upstairs. My wife is doing a jerk turkey. Dude, I'm gonna walk into the kitchen like Ray Lewis at the at the beginning of a game. Dog, you got it. Ah! <laughs> it's coming out. It's coming out. Hey, <laughs> but anyway, how, how, what, what are you doing for Thanksgiving, man? Thanksgiving, I'm about to make some rounds around the valley because you know certain people don't want to invite me places. But I got about three people that's invite me, so I'm gonna go. Now it's the first time I'm going over one of my homeboys' house. So what I'm gonna do is bring a garbage or a bag. I'm gonna have air freshener, some toilet paper, some house shoes, and a robe because I'm gonna make myself at home. Ooh, in a, a box of matches. I guess that's what you got to do. You got no woman. Anyway, so let's get into all what happened this week. Now, for real, we got a, we got a lot to talk about, and we want to get back to it, like get straight into it. And I know people going to talk and say, look, I'm tired of hearing about it. We've been talking about it all week, but I don't really care. I, I We have to make some statement about this because at this point, you know, from from celebrities to, 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 to players, to athletes, to everybody in the whole daggone world. If you if you are a black man, know a black man, raise a black man, you know, this whole thing has been 
it's it's been a shock to us all. And it's it, you know I think John, I think John Stewart said it the best. Hey, if you're tired of talking about race and you're tired of talking about racial profiling and and all these things, well, think about living it your whole life. Mm. And I mean, it don't get no big. You can't say it no better than that. And so, you know, watching all this stuff that's happened in Ferguson, I'm going to be honest with you. My biggest thing that I like about not necessarily like it's to see so many, you know, communities and states that are out there protesting that's doing it the right way. I'm not talking about the you know the dumbasses that are walking around putting you know you know Molotov cocktails in the cars and stuff like that. And I mean that's ridiculous. That's not what this should be about. But the fact that people are actually being aware and trying to make a statement, you know, I got to give big ups to that. Yeah, and some of the, with the, some of the rioting, you could see that, like for example, the Bloods and Crips joined together to make sure that people weren't just going in and running Russia. And I, I believe also there are some people that want to incite this that aren't necessary from their community. Um, th- throughout the week, I've been reading a lot of things. It's been just a touching subject, but I saw something that Ben Watson uh, wrote regarding it on Facebook, and man, it was a powerful uh, deal. If you know, and he was just you know pretty transparent, and I think it's causing people to do some self reflection and. It's just been tough. Uh, Coming from a community I come from is a very diverse community, but you can just see even some people that grew up amongst black people and even some other black people themselves. It's just been going back and forth, and I actually tried to avoid it, but there was a part of me that couldn't. And Mm. so emotionally, man, just seeing, you know, from both sides of the fence where people are at and just insensitivity on both sides, but being a man of color and being pulled over and being, you know, it's, it's just rough. And it's like, where do we start? What's the answers and how do we go about it? And, and, and I, I just to take a few words from, you know, Ben, which I thought was, uh, first of all, I just, the brother is, is articulate as all get out. I mean, I, I love to hear when, you know, athletes like him and, you know, Richard Sherman, they, they speak their mind, but they, they, they're intelligent about what they say. And just the way he started it off as, you know, I'm angry, I'm frustrated, I'm fearful, I'm embarrassed. I'm sympath- I mean, you know, to start off that conversation like that made you really you know, you if you if you're not human, if you can't feel anything from that, you, I just don't see that you're human. And and this thing, this whole thing, you know, for the for the mother, the father, you know, I know right now the the, the big new the the big talk about is you know she you know as soon as she heard the the verdict, you know she you know expressed her emotions or oh, let's burn this thing down, you know. But at any given moment of any high intensity type of uh, thing that you're going through. Don't you think you're gonna say some crazy things? You're gonna say some things that are that are just built up, bottled up. That you're just tired. You're tired of being tired, and I get that, and I understand it because, like you said, I live in Chicago, so I have been racially profiled. I have, I have done, I have been there. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a college graduate, a former NFL player. I've had my own business, and yes, I got racially profiled in the middle of an intersection downtown, two blocks away from my house. So I understand it. I've gotten it. And I think as people of color, we're, we're just a little fed up about it. So I, I guess, Ray, you know, a lot of times we co- 
as people in general, uh, let's put it outside of this subject, we start to say, okay, we address the problem, but not often do we address the solution. And, you know, one of my boys, uh, he made a profound deal on on Facebook, and people went at him, uh, and he was just saying, hey, you know, this is what I have to tell my son. And it's like, for you, being a father, what do you tell your son in this situation? I mean, where where are you in terms of all that's going on with it? You know, and my son, is he's, he's older. He's, he's uh, 12, which, you know, I'm going to have to have this conversation with him soon. Um, but to, to take the light off of him, I was with a friend of mine's son. He was six years old, and I was taking him to uh, Dave and Buster's last week. And we were in the back of the car, and he heard the police sirens. He saw the police car, and he just asked He asked me, he said, you know, Mr. Ray, what's going on? I said, oh, I don't know. I think somebody's in trouble. And he said, well, I don't like the police because I'm scared of police. Now, you being six years old in 2014, and this is the kind, and you are, you, you're, you've only been on this earth six, six years, really, really two years of really just being around out of, you know, in an atmosphere, and, and, and saying something like, you're scared of cops like that. That's fearful for me as a, as a father, because I have to, I have to some way, somehow have to uh, articulate to my son that you cannot play. I mean, it's very apparent back in the day, we used to be able to mess around and carry a BB gun in our, in our, in our you know, cause we was hunting squirrels and, you know, doing, you know, kid stuff. Now you got 12 year old kids getting shot, having a BB gun. So, you know, I have to talk to him. I have to grow him up very fast. And I have to do the same thing that some of the mothers have to do with the women now. They're, they're little girls now. Exactly. I'm going to read uh, what my friend David Arrington wrote. I thought it was pretty interesting. He said, teach your children to be respectful. Teach your children not to steal. Hold your children accountable for their actions. Set rules and enforce them. Establish a curfew. Give your children boundaries. Designate where they can and can't go. Follow up with where your children are at all times. Teach them to answer adults in authority without an attitude. Know their friends and who they hang out with. Teach them to be responsible citizens and obey, obey the law. And that opened the floodgates up. <laughs> you know, uh, that opened up the floodgates. It was. How? I don't understand why. How? How? What? Well, I mean, some of the comments were basically like, uh, you know, they threw on pray, uh, one person. Responded number eleven point. Pray that they get to survive childhood if they follow these rules, uh, and this still won't guarantee their life and safety, but it helps. And so it just kind of went on. And it, uh, this one gentleman put, you know that they kill Emmett Till. There were black pastors who sent out writings about how to ensure the same doesn't happen to your child. It looked very much similar to my friend's list. And he said, I will see if you can find one of those from the south. But, you know, basically, uh, my friend was just, he wrote, I'm trying to minimize the window of engagement, praying that if we eliminate some of the stereotype, typical excuses they use to engage us, that maybe it'll leave a, they'll leave us alone. And, well, I, go I, ahead. I, 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 can, I can understand a little bit of the uproar, meaning that I, I like the list, because I think that's how we, that's how grandmama and mama taught us. Is that anyway, that was a part, that was a part of our, 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 our growing up. However, I think there, there is what they call, there's book smart and there's street smart. I think that is the book smart, uh, 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 
One, I think there needs to be a street smart one. You know, and then I hate to say that, but yeah, if I'm in Chicago and I'm walking down the street and I see cops and they rotate twice, I probably should get out of that area. You know, it should be things like that. I, I, you know, certain places to go. And I mean, I was the book smart brother. My, 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 my brother was a street smart brother. So he was the one that was, he could get into trouble, but he knew how to get out of trouble too. So there, I think there's two, there's a balance to it for sure. Yeah. I, one of the things that I just always understood is, first of all, the level of respect. Uh, and my guest here said, know your environment. And, and, and that goes with it. Uh, being in Highland Park and getting pulled over. Heck, being in Waukegan, and this is where I'm from, wearing a Letterman jacket and getting pulled over. And the guy, uh, the officer, it, I mean, was I just remember I had just turned 21. And I guess it was for curfew, but I was pulling up to the bowling alley where it was a whole bunch of teenagers with with Letterman jackets on, and he, you know, was like, "Let me see your ID," and I was like, "Okay, fine. Here, you know, here's my ID. Uh, may I ask uh, what the problem is, sir? I'm asking the questions. Okay, okay, you know." And it's like I put my hands up. Okay, and it was actually on my birthday, and so he's looking at it, and then. He just hands it to me, happy birthday. And, you know, it just made me feel all kind of sorts of ways. But instead of fighting with him, what I did was, okay, I went down to the police station and talked to the chief of police, who I played football with his son. It was like, listen, you know me. You know what we're about. You know what my family's about and handling it. So I guess when you talk about street smarts, teaching your kids how to fight Outside of fighting, outside of being hostile, right? Use, I think there you have to use your head, you know. And uh, I know you just had your 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 story, and I want to tell mine very quickly. I was actually coming back from the the gym, and I I take the same the same uh, trip every day. I take the same streets, the same uh, walk every time. This this day, I took an actual alley because they had been doing some work. Well, on my way back to the to going home. In the middle of the intersection, five cars stopped me. I have on my uh, alumni shirt on, University of Tennessee. I have a bag strapped behind me. I have my iPhone in my bag because I was walking. They made me take off my bag. They searched my – they didn't even tell me what was going on. They put my hands on the, on the, on the, on the car, uh, asked me where was I going, what was I doing. And I literally had to tell them where I was going. And then I stopped. I told them who I – you know, who I, I – I, I, demanded disrespect at this time and told them who I was. I said, my name is Dre Austin. I was my former athlete. I had to tell them that for them to actually just release me with no, with, 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 to understand that they really screwed up. I wasn't just some guy that was just walking down the street. And they quote unquote said that they got a, uh, somebody said there was a burglary in the, in the, in the, uh, in the area. I've been in an area for four years, walked that same walk. And it was heartbreaking. I, and, and for me, to being, a, 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 you know, I'll be 40 this year. If I'm going through it at 40, I can only imagine what our kids are going through. That's tough. It's tough to, it's tough to bite. So knowing, having street knowledge and being the, that list of my friends said, what else do you feel like we can do to, I guess, be a solution? We're... 
you know what? I I, I hate to say it, and I'm, no, I don't hate to say it. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be straight up and say it. I don't I I don't. What Ferguson did, if you think about all the, 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 the trash that's been on social media and all the things that's happened in the, in, the, in the world, with somebody getting killed or murdered or whatever, Ferguson was the only community that really took it the, all the way. They, the, I mean, even if you look back at the uh, back in the day when Rodney King got beat down, it, it went it went it went a different way. But Ferguson, they used the different methods. They tried to use different methods. And now it's spread it around the, the entire country. And for me, I think that's what needs to be done. I'm not talking about a straight up uprising power to the people, but some things need to get. So there needs to be communities like that that need to stick together. Yeah, most yeah. definitely. Well, what we're going to do, we're going to go into breaking. Uh, kind of continue on with some of the stuff that's going on. Uh, thank you guys for coming in for the man cave. Get ready, bring some food, bring some drinks, and uh, let's get this conversation rolling some more. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America Interactive Radio Player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're inside the Man Cave. We're ready to talk with you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144, 1-888-346-9144, or send an email to Harris at high-intensitysports.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Hey, welcome back. Uh, Ray was going ahead, uh, got done taking his due, so he's probably ready with some fresh stuff to talk about. Uh, but we're going to go a little bit more with, uh, with the Ferguson situation because I have a former classmate. And one of the things, uh, some people will look at him as a radical, things like that. But I want to hear what different people uh, think because we all have 
our own filters, uh, how we see things. And so uh, David Ratliff is calling it. Dave, come on. Uh, welcome to the man cave. And Thank even you it, even you could come in with your long, nasty toenails and kick up. Just don't put nah, your feet yeah. on my table. No, 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 no. <laughs> we know how you... Uh well, people that came out of the closet are about your table. <laughs> you know what, Dave? When I see you, I might get arrested because you and Ray are g- going to get back slapped. <laughs> well, we know we ain't going to worry about that. You left the cold. I don't see you coming back anytime soon. So <laughs> It's about 30 degrees up here today. Oh, man, you can have that crap. So, so Dave, go ahead. Uh, uh, you know, you have some posts and stuff, but t- tell us what you think. You know... I- this is such a hard topic, as you know, and you and I kind of go at it on Facebook and a couple other friends. But, you know, we all grew up in Waukegan, and for those of you out there that don't know Waukegan, Waukegan is a very multicultural area. You know, you're not going to go anywhere without seeing a black man or seeing a white man or seeing a Chinese man. It's just how it is. And I guess growing up in that area and growing up with you, I never looked around and said, oh, that's my black friend, J.D. I, I, I would have never thought – I, not – would have come out of my mouth, but it's not something I would think. I just, they're friends. So, you know, I look at all these issues, and I'm not taking blame away from anybody. We can talk Ferguson all day, but let's talk racism as a whole, and that's what's really going on today is all the racism back and forth. We live in a time where, in my opinion, black folks have segregated themselves. You guys worked so hard to get out of that hole you were in. You start coming out of the hole, and now all of a sudden we have... African-Americans. I don't see you as an African-American. I see you as an American. My neighbor, he's black. I got another neighbor who's Mexican. He came over here from Mexico. His kids were born here. He went through the things. He did the right thing. I always say my Mexican-American neighbor because he gets a chuckle out of it, and he always yells back across the fence, I'm more American than you are, Ratliff. And it just, you know, it, it, these are the kind of things that, that separate this nation is. You've got to be Mexican-American or African-American. No, you don't. You're an American, just like me. You were born here. You weren't born in Africa. I wasn't born in Germany. I'm an American, for Christ's sake. We've got to get all these prefixes out of our head. We've got to stop segregating ourselves. You know, I heard the other day the Black Caucus came out and, and said they were so disappointed over, over the Ferguson deal. Why do we have a black caucus? Why can't, why don't black people just stand up and say, man, we're going to be a part of that caucus because that's just how it is. Why do we have a black Miss America? Miss America is Miss America. Think of the, the colors, the, the races, the, the ethnicities we have in this country. And now we want to separate ourselves after we worked so hard to become a melting pot. I, so I guess I see it as reverse racism when everybody wants to separate themselves. Why do we want to separate? Why can't we just be one big happy family? So, so Dave, and you know, I'm respecting your opinion, but I have to ask you this question. And you know me well, and I don't hold back and I say what I got to say. Absolutely. But do you not think that there is systematic racism that takes place? And I mean, or, and do you ha- empathize what's going on in a quote-unquote Black culture, I mean... Yes and no, and and that's a real tough decision, because I kind of look at myself and I say, can I ever put myself in those shoes? No. I can never, ever in my life can I be a black man that got pulled over by some racist white cop. Never, ever can I be that man. Can I say that it's wrong? Absolutely, 100%. But now I want to look at what created that thought process. What made that white cop racist... 
what made that black man maybe do something or not do something to get pulled over. There's a lot of things, and I think we in society have said to ourselves, black people get pulled over more than white people do. Black people get harassed by the police, and I'm sure that is the case. I'm sure that more black people are harassed than I am driving down the street. Are every single one that feel that way? No. Everyone, and, and wait, wait, everyone I come off that you always saying every person that gets pulled over doesn't feel that way? No, I'm saying that every black person that gets pulled over didn't get pulled over to get harassed by the police or pulled over because they were black. That, that, that just, that's not even possible. But does every black person feel that way? Maybe so. I, I don't know because I'm not in that position, so I can't ever say no. Uh, well, I guarantee you they do, especially the males. And I would say not, not even not just the white cops because it can be the black cops too. But the, 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 and I like what you said because you're saying, well, why, 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 why? And there's one thing that I think you didn't say. It's called he fits the description. And that's most black men. We, we always fit a description. And when you think about fitting a description, it's almost like, hey, if I walked into the room right now and I had on red and white and I had a helmet that had a Cardinals uh, <laughs> a logo on it, I would fit the description of a professional football player. Well, mm-hmm. in a lot of places, and Waukegan could be one of them, I live on in, in the south side of Chicago, so my fitting that description could probably be with my pants hanging down or dreads in my hair or the way I wear my clothes or the type, possibly even the type of dog that I have or the car I drive. Absolutely. I can tell you, I can tell you a, a, a story that happened with me with former Chicago Bear Devin Hester was out in a, uh, a, a profound club in Chicago, one of the top clubs in Chicago. I won't say the name, but went to the club, and they didn't even know that was Devin Hester because most people don't know most football players because they can't recognize them in their helmets. But if you knew Devin Hester before Devin Hester went off and cut his hair, he had the long dreads, he's from Florida, so he he had the hooped up Coupeville, and he had on the the, the sagging jeans. Well, we're trying to get into this prominent club, and the bouncer would not let him in. And they, they, he he was like, you're not coming in based off of why you're dressed. And that club has been known to not let people in based off of they fit the description. So they, instead of letting the one of the top players in, in Chicago, you know, frequent a club, they didn't because he fit a description. And to me, I think that's what happens with our youth. They imitate our the older generation. They imitate what they see on TV. So if if they if if, if the media shows and exploits, you know, smoking weed and drinking and uh, dressed a certain way with your dreads falling all over your face. Well, that's fitting the description of a thug. And so if a kid just picks up that fashion, he's already in the group. Absolutely. And, and, and again, guys, I, I don't want to come off racist here, and J.D. knows full well I'm not, but there's a lot of things that could help out of the white community, but things that could help out of the black community, just like you just said. If you pick up that style, well, think about it. And, J.D., let's even go back to when we graduated high school, and that's a long time ago. You had to fit that description. Even I, white boy Dave here fit that description with my purple cross-color jeans and, and things like that. If you don't fit that description in the black community, how often do you hear, oh, that's an Uncle Tom over there? We've Absolutely. got to get this stuff out of our minds. We've got to stop teaching our kids that it's, it's, it's an Uncle Tom if he acts too white. It's an Uncle Tom if he doesn't dress the part. We've got to stop these things and let human beings be human beings and, and let them become Americans. 
and now, now, now that's a good, and I like what you just said, and 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 that that makes a lot of sense. But when you think about what you, uh, Richard Sherman, that he does, he dresses to the tee with the bow ties and the whatever knots, and a lot of a lot of the athletes do. But I, a lot of them, I wouldn't call Uncle Tom's. I would, I would, you know, I think the 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 the, uh, the slogan from what the Uncle Tom came from was the 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 African Americans that forget. They forget where they came from. They forget that, okay, yeah, you're in a different level of, of celebrity or whatever. Not You're not in the hood anymore. You moved out of the hood. You try to get your family away from the hood. Get get all that. But for you to exploit, and, or, or not even exploit, but for you to talk down to the others that haven't made it out to me, I think that is what is called an Uncle Tom, for, in, my, in, my, in my sense. Mm-hmm. And I can agree with that. Well, I mean... It still goes back to, I think, more healthy conversations like this need to take place and transpire and from different walks of life and things like that. And uh, one of the things, uh, before we go into break, uh, Dave, I, I thank you for coming in and joining us and giving us some perspective. Because, you yeah, know, I see, you your, having me, guys. I, I see your post and, you know, I thought a couple times about coming at you with a bat, but, you know, I don't want to go to jail. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, man, I appreciate you coming in and uh, we're going to take a break and Get, uh, hold on, Ray's going to close us out. Hey, and Dave, I haven't even met you, but a friend of your of JD's is a friend of mine, brother. Awesome! I'll let you buy me dinner anytime. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go into break it. Uh, thank you for coming into the man cave. Your internet flagship station for sports. sports are you ready to talk sports with a passion get ready for cheap shots with luther broughton and micah warren we'll start off with the nfl pretty much always but the talk moves along from there we'll talk about the events of the week opinions from the big names and predictions of what's to come plus we'll get to hear from you the ultimate fan don't let the name of the show fool you we're in it for the good stuff cheap shots can be heard live every tuesday at 7 p.m eastern time 4 p.m pacific on voice america sports it's time for a look at sports from behind the lens with Pete Delonzo. This show provides an inside focus on what goes on in the sports world that you don't hear about on most sports talk radio shows. There have been a lot of changes in the way sports on television is presented. This includes rules, looks, and attitudes. Pete Delonzo has a 30-year-plus Emmy Award-winning career working behind the scenes in sports coverage. Now you can get the real story behind the lens with Pete Delonzo. Listen Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Sports. You're inside the man cave. We're ready to talk with you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to Harris at high-intensitysports.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Oh, that's awesome. So we, we, we have having some really, really great conversation today. And thanks to your boy, man. That was, that was good to hear another you know, another voice and just give you a different, you know, perspective. So I want to kind of try to change gears because now, you know, I'm just going to, I'm going to call it like I see it. You know, now we, we, the other, the other, the other situation that was going on. And I'm, like I said, we always talk football. We talk sports all the time. I love the entertainment side of the things that we talk about. And now everybody's out to take down Bill Cosby. 
Now, even you, Ray. Now, I'm not. I'm, you, hey, I, I, I live by. I live by it until you found guilty. You know, it could be a lot of speculation. And, and in my opinion, and 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 I and I'm and I'm gonna be very careful with choosing my words in every at in every sense because I've 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 known women that have had situations like this happen to them. Um, and and uh, if it was my sister, my mother, my brother, or my cousin, you know, whomever, and it, and it would have happened, I, I would I would definitely be on the defensive side. Um, it's just for me, with you know, it's just sad to see you know a man like Bill Cosby at you know at the fourth quarter of his life. You know, see, he, the man is seventy seven years old, and up to this up to this date. No one's really had any solid evidence to bring down his character or his integrity until now. And it just, you know, it, he, you know, it's, it's, it sucks, you know, because we grew up watching, you know, this family. And, you know, it just seems like he didn't hit the last hurdle. He didn't make it all the way through the race. Yeah. And he about to, and it seems like everything, it, to me, people are going to compare him to Joe Paterno and the Sandusky situation, Sandusky situation. That all the wins and all the all the triumphs and all the championships that Joe Paterno had, he will only be remembered for that last uh, uh, sexual crap that he had to go through at Penn State. And now that's the same thing we're going to have to worry about with Bill Cosby. Yeah, this has just been such a sensitive subject because you know, do I think some people are joining on, jumping into the caravan, and you know, trying to latch on? You know, and to possibly, you know, make some financial benefits from this? Yes. But do I think where there's smoke, there's fire? Yes. And, I mean, it, and it goes back to the simple thing. If you do what you're supposed to do, you won't have any problems. You know what I'm saying? It's like if you just take care of you and Camille and not having your side pieces, it is what it is. But uh, never can I condone anybody of... If he's guilty of what they're saying, I got a problem. I have sisters. I have goddaughters. I have a mother. I take that stuff serious. So, and you know what's so funny? It, it this it has a little bit of you know ringing of the tone of the whole situation that Darren Woodson was going through. You know, yeah. I, I, I'm kind of tripping. I don't know about you, dude, but I'm just kind of like. I never really had a problem with the ladies back in the day. And so I don't understand why these powerful, wealthy, successful men, you always start hearing this, I got drugged. Like, wait, what? But my thing is, looking at some of the cases, why are you taking drugs from somebody? I mean, not not saying it's right or wrong, but you just going to give me some stuff I don't know about? That's not going to happen. Like, I trust people, but, you know, here, take this red pill. What is this red pill? And then some of the people, it didn't happen just once. It had happened two times. So right. the first time you didn't learn from the situation? Come on. Exactly. I mean, and, and, again, I'm not defending Bill. I'm just saying some of this stuff just don't make sense. It don't, and, 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 and you know how I know about the whole entertainment industry where it comes to casting and going to auditions and the way they this that that sounds more nineteen fifty ish. I mean the way they talk about how they went on the audition and how it happened, and I'm like, wait, what? That don't that stuff don't happen like that. It, no, no, he ain't gonna just gonna show up and just rent out a room and do an audition with you. 
it, it, it doesn't work like that. And I think that when, and when you start hearing the ages of the women, then you go, you know what? A lot of this had to be, you know, for it to be so long ago, it just seems like it's kind of like, let's, let's max this out. Let me say it, whatever I remember at that time. And it's just for me, everybody coming out right now at this time, it's like, man, I want to, you know what I really want to know, Jay? What's up? Who the hell Bill Cosby pissed off? That's why part of me is saying that because we know even if he was doing it, why is it coming out now? And what else is going on in the world? You know, you know the game. If they want to take you down, they'll take you down. And what did Bill? I mean, all it took was one rant at a. I don't know if you saw Hannibal Burris. Yeah, I but saw you it. Saw the link, and you saw what he said. Once that hit the airways, it was a wrap. He on Bill Cosby on Yahoo right now. If I pull him up, I guarantee if you pull up Yahoo.com, Bill Cosby's face gonna come up. Absolutely. My thing. Wow. It's just everybody's just coming out of woodworks. It's like. You know, yeah, me too. It's like Tiger Woods all over again. And see, that's what, you know, and, and that's what somebody made that point to me. They said, well, if there's one and then there's two, there's 10. If there's 10, there's 20, you know, and that's where it just like, you know what? And they said this a lot, a lot back in the day. If, if one, if one, if you're, if you're proved, if somebody brings up one thing about you, okay, whatever, that could be, a, you know, if two people say it, all right, if three people say it, and that shit go on for years and years and years and years, I mean, mm. you know, I'm, I'm gonna tell you the person I I would love to hear her side because I always thought something really happened was Lisa Bonet. I was gonna say, the same thing. man, Lisa Bonet, because you remember how she just left the Cosby Show yeah. and she did that one movie, and it just seemed like she was just cast away. And it did. I would love to hear what she has to say. And, and she's kind of been cryptic with it. And I mean, and you remember, she was just like this nice, wholesome. And I'm not speculating, but yeah. someone like that. Now, if she says it, yeah. I think there's more credibility than a Janice Dickinson. And not, not saying that she's wrong, because right. I mean, who am I to say that? But right. for me, for right. me because of just the extreme change with her, stuff like that, that's the person's voice I would really like to hear. And then you fit all some of the clues and all the stuff that you hear from the girls being always attractive and models and young. Well, that was Lisa Bonet. Like, if all, no disrespect to any of the Cosby kids, but Lisa Bonet was the best-looking one. You know what I mean? Well, Rudy is the best-looking one now. <laughs> I don't know about that, but... <laughs> Have you seen her lately? I've seen, seen, seen her on the little show. She, she looks, she's good. She's good. Well, I don't know what she's looking at. You don't know, like, Raven? I mean, I know she, she pitched for the other side, but, you know... Can we say that? I think, I, well, you just did. <laughs> but I have to say, yeah, uh, Rudy is doing her thing. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that'd be interesting. So I guess at this point, we might as well start talking with some stuff that we know about. Yeah. Let's talk about this football thing, man. Now let's talk about the reality show that we like the best, the NFL. Yes, and it never disappoints. Hey, do this for me a favor. Do me a favor. Just ask me a couple of questions. Just, just ask me as many questions as you can, and I'm going to answer you. Go ahead. Go. What is the drama this week? Yeah. <laughs> uh, how you feel today? Yeah. Are you going to... How's your, how's your wife doing? Yeah. 
Are are you angry? Maybe. <laughs> Marshawn, hey, that's how but he oh it was he was like, Okay, you gonna find me a hundred thousand dollars to force me to speak just so you guys could criticize how bad I speak the king's uh language. Uh, so i you think I'm dumb. I'm not dumb, I'm just not articulate. So how you feel? Yep. Hey. That was brilliant. Dude, that was hilarious. And, and, and to take it to the next step. Richard Sherman, like if that, if Richard Sherman's press conference was a freestyle, he would have won the cipher. Hey, he blew the thing up. Good. I mean, like, <laughs> dude, he he talking about, oh, so we can't wear Dre's, but y'all promote y'all, you know, the uh, bows. But he was like, matter of fact, we can't endorse alcohol. But what do we sell? Was y'all biggest advertiser? I was just like, dude, get him, dog. Hey, him. and with the cutout. With the cutout of Doug Baldwin being a puppeteer, it was so man. He, he went in that Stanford education kicked it oh, off. Smart man. But what was funny? A Vanderbilt graduate, Skip Bayless, had no clue. He, <laughs> I was like, "Are you serious? <laughs> really? You don't Skip understand?" Sometimes, man, I tell you, man. He, I don't know. Like, yeah. I leave that alone. But uh, speaking of graduates and alumni, I mean. Our, my prayers and heart goes out to one of your alums, uh, Eric Berry, man. I mean, what, he's been in the league three years? And the brother's 26 years old and already was the top 100 players in the NFL. Um, you know, I, if, everybody that doesn't know, uh, Eric, well, I'm sure you've got to know about at this point, but Eric Berry, safety for the Kansas City uh, Chiefs, uh, has lymphoma cancer. And said he was in the third, fourth quarter in the game, and his heart, or his chest started hurting. And uh, they took him out and went from, you know, uh, x rays, uh, CAT scans, to, you know, all that uh, ultrasounds, and they found a big, um, large mass in his chest. And I'm a, you know, he and I are University of Tennessee grads, so he used to, you know, he come, we all get a chance, we all come back, we all know each other. You know, he, we, we, we have a deep, deep bond through that Tennessee blood. And uh, both of his brothers, twin brothers, played for Tennessee. His dad played for Tennessee, man. So it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a rough night for us. Like we, you know, he goes down as by far the best Tennessee safety that we've had in 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 in, in history. And to see one of our fallen soldiers, you know, something like that happen, it's just it's, it's just rips you apart, especially him being so young, man. Yeah, it, it, you can't take anything for granted. No, that that's the thing, man. When I when I was taught, I was leaving. And, and just driving down uh, Lakeshore, bro, and I just thought to myself, like, you cannot take a day for granted, man. No, that's why, like, the people I love, or just even friends, is it means more to me. I appreciate a text, but I got to hear your voice. I got to feel what's going on and things yeah. like that. And that's because a death happened like that. So, but anyway, we're going to go into break and talk some more football, get these picks going on, and uh, get to uh, Houston. We have a problem. So, uh, we'll be back in a bit. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left. He's still out. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we... Cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. 
What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're inside the man cave. We're ready to talk with you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144 1-888-346-9144 or send an email to JD Harris at high-intensitysports.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Thank you, Lee. We uh, thank you for bringing us in. I just had to throw a Lee out there. That's her name this week, Lee. Man, like last week it was Natasha. Yeah, and so I just go all over and just make some stuff up as I go. So anyway, her name is Lee this week. So, I'm, bringing her, I'm bringing her in next week, then. Okay, I, here come Aquanetta. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this week's Houston, we have a problem. My problem is with my boy, the Dirty Burger, Big J.A., Beaston. Man, why are you driving along drunk, dog? Come on now. You, you was in the news not too long ago for something else foolish. J.A., you have got to do better. Houston, we have a problem. Man, sit your ass down. <laughs> Man, all that money you made. Tell somebody to go bring you a beer, dude. And he got a, it looked like on the picture, it looked like he had a curl still. He do. He got that S curl. It's not an S curl. It's like a lower wave nouveau curl. or something. Something. It's a lowercase S curl. Oh dang! Um, <laughs> my Houston, we got a problem for real. Is it's our society? Like I'm serious. When it, when a, when an 18 year old gets 25 years for shooting a retired police dog on a robbery attempt, and we got a man run around that just killed a person, we got. The woman from Florida, uh, Marissa Alexander, that just almost got 60 years in prison unless she found herself guilty for shooting a warning shot in the air. We got to, for, 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 for white folks just making up words like influenza, uh, what's it, influenza, and getting that, that, that rich little kid off for killing four people, we got a problem. <laughs> making up stuff. I hear you. Making up words. Not influenza. Sound like somebody got sick. You got the prescription for influenza? Yeah, man. I, I got influenza last Well, yeah, it, it, it's crazy out here. But, man, we're going to go into these picks because last week, uh, OG, he took us into overtime. OG yeah, took yeah. us into OT. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> he 
<laughs> was the summaries of every team last week. Hey, OG, we <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to have you back. And he is Chicago, so I'm gonna text him your address. He gonna be he gonna inside. beat the Hades out of you. But anyway, uh, our first game we have Detroit versus Chicago. Man, you know, so I was I, I you know thoroughly watched the Chicago game and. Uh, it's still garbage, so <laughs> I'm still going to go with Detroit. Boy, you know, you know you're Detroit. a bit of dick, Arnold, but I'm going yeah, with Detroit, too. Like, you you got to, you got, what what they say, what, what we say about the world, world we got to do better. Chicago, mm-hmm. they got to do better. Yeah, they winning, but they beat, I mean, come on. Lovey, you know Lovey wanted to come in here, McGowan wanted to come in here, and they wanted to win. They wanted to show the McCaskies, kiss my ass, but didn't happen, and they end up winning. But, they should have beat them. Like, let's, come on. And Jay did normal Jay. He had his pick. And it's like, can you go through a game without throwing to the other person? You are the 12th man on every team. No, I promise you a fan snuck in his own six-pack to throw at him when he threw that pick. <laughs> it was that bad, dude. Like, I mean, but he going to be, you know, I, I'm not going to, again, I'm not going to beat down the Bears like everybody else beat down. That's not what I'm, I'm trying to do. I am saying that we need help. We need we need to we need to figure it out next year, period. Well, where do you go though? It, it, it goes back to the thing. Where do you start? Do you start at the quarterback who's tied yes. in with the money because you can't trade him, or do you go and get? I think you get some competition for him. Get somebody that will be able to make the Seattle move. The best man I, plays. I agree. I, I or, or 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 that Redskins move too. Literally. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking bring RG three in, but. And, and, and and you know what and and just just and that's a really that's a, I think that's a great answer. I think he needs to be pushed. I mean, I think he needs. I think it was good with McGowan being here. You know, I think he's got. I think there's no. I mean, it, let's just be real. I don't even know who the uh, backup. Who's the backup quarterback? Exactly him. Him that, over there. <laughs> right. And then and, and not even that. We also need some more help on the offensive line. Period. Yeah. Next game, Philly and Dallas. <laughs> maybe maybe it's because you know I played football in Oklahoma. I'm just not sold on Dallas. And I don't care about Dallas. Can't stand Dallas. Can't can only think if I see somebody like Dallas. Even if you make your face out to say Dallas, I might get mad. But uh, they gonna win. I mean, I my my pick is on them. Man. I'm actually gonna go with Philly. Really? Okay. Yes, I, I think that uh, Philly is starting to kind of gel. They they know that they got to give the ball to their beast, and I think it's gonna happen. And plus, I, I'm just waiting for this. Is about the time of the year where Dallas just goes ahead and chokes. So let them do what they do. They do it well. <laughs> right. It's coming, <laughs> and they do it well. So uh, here's an interesting game: Seattle and San Francisco. Man, woo! That's gonna be a ball of game right there. Boy, it, people are gonna be getting knocked out left and right. They got I mean, bad <laughs> intentions, Ray. Bad intentions. Somebody gonna get hurt. So you gonna learn today. Dude, man, Wilson going to get mad at Kaepernick for getting the beat uh, endorsement. <laughs> it's going to be a – well, you, pretty much – listen, you got, the first, you got the, what, the top rushing offense with Marshawn Lynch, you know, yeah, and then you got the top defense with the Smith boys. They're going – I, I, I got to go with the Niners, though. Wow. Got to go with defense, man. Wow. They're both, they're both deep. I'm going to go ahead and go with Seattle. Because I don't know if uh, Harbaugh and them will do what they need to do and just run the damn ball. All right. So we have next Washington versus Indy. Well, like I said, I, I'm I was a Colt McCoy fan when he when he took over for the Skins. Um, I'm I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Redskins. 
New start. Going with the skins? Wow. Wow. I'm going to go with Indy. They're on the roll right now. They're looking pretty solid. Uh, they just got to establish that running game. Tennessee versus Houston. Yawn. <laughs> Who you got? I'm going to pick that one. I'm going to let you pick that one first. I wanna, I wanna... I'm going to go ahead and go with Houston because my okay. boy J.J. Watt is balling. Yep. J.J. Watt is balling. The, the running game is coming together. So, yeah, I, I can stick with that. All right. Cleveland versus Buffalo. Ugh. Hey, hey, Cleveland's playing, but 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 Kyle Kyle did his thing last week. Exactly. I'm, I'm going to go with the Bills, man. Wow. As much as it pains me, you gonna go with Cleveland? Mm. I'm going with Cleveland Rocks. All right, San Diego versus Baltimore. And Cleveland, I would like that extra money y'all owe me, by the way. But go ahead, San Diego versus Baltimore. We, we we finally found where all the running backs went. They went to one team called the Baltimore Ravens, and Forsett is a baller. Like he showed his he showed his eh out last week. Uh, I'm going with the Ravens, man. I I love Baltimore. I feel like they're always they always got a chance. So we will yeah. go with the Ravens. All right, moving faster. New York versus Jacksonville. Uh, I take the Giants, man. All right, sadly. Same here. That's dismal game. Uh, Cincinnati versus Tampa Bay. Cincinnati. Tampa Bay look awful. All right. We got Oakland versus St. Louis. That's funny. <laughs> I'm going St. Louis. What you got? Because we got to hurry up. Uh, St. Louis. <laughs> All right. New Orleans versus Pitt. Pittsburgh. Me too. I got, uh, here we go, Carolina versus Minnesota. I go with Panthers. All right. Yeah. I'm going with Minnie. Uh, AZ versus Atlanta. Oh, Arizona. They're going to bounce back. New England versus Green Bay. Whew. You had to leave that with the last one. And we're closing nope. out that. Green Bay. Green Bay. I'm going New England. Denver versus KC. Broncos. Me too. And last one, Miami versus your former team, New Miami. York Jets. Miami. Miami. We're both with Miami. All right, you guys, thanks for joining us this week in the man cave. We even let a woman in and want to raise former, uh, never mind, I ain't going to even go there. But anyway, hey, homeboy, I have a happy Thanksgiving, and I'll talk to you. You too, bro. All right, peace out. All right, we're just about out of here, but make sure you come on back next Wednesday at 6 p.m. East, 3 p.m. West for another edition of The Man Cave with J.D. Harris and Ray Austin on the Voice America Sports Channel. See you soon. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.